Welcome, welcome, LinkedIn. Here we go. Steve Spiro, you're a mentor, you're a consultant, you're a business owner, but most importantly, you're a host of your own show and you're also a master connector. Steve Spiro is one of my idols and I love listening to everything that he does. He's such a dynamic individual. I love sharing. I was a shy Jabari kid, picked on, bullied, learning disabled, dyslexic, really in a dark place. I was really in a box, Michelle, and I've been able to break out of that box. And, and so I love being able to inspire people and really help them. So the Master Connector was born. The world is my networking event. Right? I meet people all the time. My goal is to meet three strangers every single day. Steve is open to meeting you. You should set up a face-to-face with Steve. One little conversation can really change your life. Let's go LinkedIn. Here we go. All right. So Yolanda's already checking in. Thank you. As always, let us know where you're tuning in from. We always love that information. I'm going to throw it over to my man, Steve Spiro here to get us started. Talk to us about what we're talking about. How can we do this outrageous growth thing, Steve? What's going on, friend? Steve coming at you here. Uh, The master connector coming at you live and direct. And, And, you know, listen, so I got a fun story to tell you. I met Eric, oh, I don't know, several months back. And, um, you know, one of my goals, as, as you may know, if you follow me, uh, is a goal to get on a, FedEx, a TEDx stage. And uh, hey, Mama, Mama Spiro's in the house. I saw that. But, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm looking to get on a, FedEx, a TEDx stage. And, you know, I've gotten, I did some applications and I got some, some rejection letters and there's not been a lot of traction. And so I, I talked to Eric about it and and, you know, you're going to hear a lot about Eric and you're going to hear he's got some interesting things he does. And, you know, so I, I told him my dilemma and he said and he he paused. He he went into his his I'm not going to say his thing because it's I don't want to minimize it. It's it's wild. And he he kind of looked like he transformed in a bit. And then he came back to me and he said, OK, well, this is what they're telling me. OK. And he said, essentially, you're your topic is a little bit too generic and you should come up with a topic that's a little bit more unique and something that's a little bit more engaging. And within two days, Eric, I don't know if I spoke to you about this. Within two days, I got a letter from one of the TEDx applications I did essentially saying that same thing. And it made a ton of sense to me. So I appreciate you. Uh, he, this is going to be a crazy, amazing show. It's going to be a bit outrageous, so get get your helmets on, and uh, if you're ready for my man, Mr. Cameron Toth, to introduce uh, our guest speaker, Eric, I want you to type in right now in the comments. Everyone type in, let's go, let's go, and we're going to get uh, Cameron to introduce my man. Cameron, I appreciate all you do, sir. You are amazing. Let's have it. Absolutely. Here we go. Let me put Eric big on the screen here, and for everybody, this is Eric Lord. Eric Lurz is the world's only psychic cognitive peak performance coach and the founder of Be 
Do Scale, as well as the author of Be Do Scale. He's a hybrid business and leadership coaching guy, the creator of the Guru Selling System, Subconscious Lead Generation, Persona Positioning, the field work process. Through his work, he helps executives and leaders unleash the outrageous growth potential trapped within their business and themselves. Eric is a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, a certified stage trainer, an accelerated learning trainer, a certified personal fitness trainer. He has studied silver mind control, Reiki energy healing, 11 different martial arts systems with multiple black belts, as well as meditation, spiritual alchemy, visualization, and let's just throw in the feng shui. He has worked with everyone from solopreneurs up to Fortune 500 companies like Credit Suisse, LG, Microsoft, McGraw, Hill, McDonald's, and Salesforce, and has helped clients create miracle outcomes like growing sales pipelines by 66 times, 66x in just eight weeks, and creating 300% growth in a single quarter. Eric has been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur Inc., Chief Executive Selling Power, just to name a few. Please welcome to the show the empathic and empowering Eric Lurs. Hi. Eric, <laughs> <laughs> talk to us, brother. How Say hell hell you look to that, you know, like <laughs> I warned you, Eric. Right? I told you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yolanda like, saying hey. hello. We got Mama Spiro in here telling us, "Let's go." Uh, we got. Let me see who's who's this in in the feed here. If I can get it to show up. Remember, hey, always, if you're not showing up in the feed, you can go to streamyard.com forward slash. Facebook, and that's the way Susan Farago, you will show up in the feed, and she's checking in here from Vancouver, Canada. Thank you for the message today, Susan, that she was going to join us. She was going to try her best to join beautiful, us. So thank beautiful, you. beautiful. All right, so Steve, get this conversation rolling. Yeah, let's here. get this and make sure started, right? If you're watching, to network in the comments. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, yeah, 100% for sure. So listen, uh, you know, in, in the bio that Cameron amazingly talked about your background, he uh, you, it, you, uh, it's mentioned psychocognitive peak performance coaching. Hmm. Can you tell us a little bit of how you got into that? So if you guys are ready, we want you to type in hashtag story because, you know, we're all about stories. So type in hashtag story so we can, uh, get, we want to hear his story, but tell us a little bit about how you got there, how you got into that psycho psyche cognitive peak performance coaching. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Cause you said psycho it's, it's psychic or psychic cognitive. Um, basically the, the way that I got into it, um, it's a, it's a piece of the work that I do. Um, so it's like sort of in one quadrant of the four quadrants that I work on, but basically what psychic cognitive work is, is, um, I studied, like, as you mentioned, I studied neuro-linguistic programming and, and, you know, I, I loved it and it was great. And, um, it, like every other system I've discovered, has its its shortcomings. You know, there were places where it, it just it couldn't it couldn't take you. And also, uh, I'm I'm part, for lack of a better term, psychic. Um, when I'm working with clients, <clears throat> their higher self shows up, and I can pick up on that. And there's a story behind it and whatever, but that's basically the long and the short of it. No, I can't. I won't talk to your dead grandmother. Can't tell you tomorrow's lotto numbers because if I could, you and I, we would not be sitting here. And uh, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be sitting as Richard Branson, and he'd be he'd be bringing me drinks. Um, but you know, uh, but what what it is is that when I'm working with people, their higher self shows up and is giving me 
pictures, statements, questions, ideas, et cetera, that's, that are flowing through me. So as it flows through me, it has to use my brain, my language, et cetera. So there is part, uh, you know, it's part cognitive work to affect their brain and their thinking to shift it, but it's coming, you know, being enabled by this psychic piece, their higher self that's working through me to enable it. And then, you know, also, I mean, I know NLP, it's in Silva and all those other things. So I'm able to utilize that piece as well, either with or separate from, you know, when their higher self is feeding me stuff as well. So that's really the nuts and bolts of psychocognitive work. Crazy fascinating. And I'm, I'm living proof that I believe whatever you're doing, there's some legitimacy. It's gotta be because that, that story I told is, is the truth. God's <laughs> honest truth. And it made tons of sense. So, um, it's amazing. Before we get into the into the next question, I'm going to throw a curveball on Cameron. You, you can't just lay on a bunch of martial arts systems and not I not dig into that. So I, you know, could, could, let's let's do hashtag arts a r t s uh, Cameron if you could. But um, what what uh, martial arts styles uh, can you tell the the uh, the, the audience the community uh, what that you they trained in? Okay, uh, the list. So I started with Western boxing, then Taijutsu, then Okinawa Gojuru, Shaolin Long Fist, Kenpo, Kaju Kenpo, Kalia Screma, a little bit of Estacada kickboxing, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Shingi, and Wing Chun. That's some serious stuff you got there. You know, uh, I know we spoke about that a little bit. I have the background in the tra traditional Japanese Jiu Jitsu and Gojuru. Um, but not the resume that you just spoke of. That's pretty impressive, pretty amazing. So good stuff. I, I well, love every minute of it. Even all the blacks and blues and all that stuff. Was still all the blacks and the blues. I love it. Yeah. That's great. All right. So we're going to get into this. So we want to. We want you to type in the community hashtag you y o u, and we want to. You know, you you talk about that you you are the work. Uh, that's that's a phrase I picked up from you. What do you mean by that? Can you tell our community a little bit about that? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I'll try not to go too far down the rabbit hole with this one, but basically um, we, you, you know, uh, quantum physics proves that everything is energy. So you yourself are just a manifestation of your, you want to say spirit, you know, you're just an outcropping of source. Let's just put it that way. You're, you're one facet of source. You're your own consciousness, but still part of, of source. So you come into the physical world to have experiences. So your work is really, I mean, you could say, okay, my job is like accountant, dentist, whatever it is. But really your job is your life. Your, your work is to have experiences and to, you know, good or bad, you know, right or wrong or whatever, you, you have these experiences. So you're really working to, I mean, you have free will, you can do whatever you want, but most people aspire to have a life that they feel good about. And that's the real work. So you, but again, it's, it's about you, your evolution, because everything that you want to do is because you're trying to be more of you. You're trying to express more of you. You're trying to expand as a human being. And so your work is, as I become more of a person, I will have more experiences, more things will happen. And so ultimately the work is, you know, your physical work, your, your office work or whatever is an outcropping or a byproduct 
of you becoming more of a person where your real work is the expansion and experience of your life. I love that. You know, it, it, we've talked about this on the show before the book mindset, right? And, and that uh, you either have a growth mindset or you have a uh, fixed mindset. And I believe the, the folks that are more, and I, it took me a long time to really buy into, I wouldn't say buy into, but it took me a long time to understand that it's okay to evolve and to change and to make changes and to work on, you know, being a better version of myself. I, I think I was just trying not to fail, not to, not to make mistakes. And it, I think it really limited me. So um, I wish I had met someone like yourself where I could, could have said, Hey, your work, you, you are your work. You are a work in progress. You know, whatever's happening to you is to help teach you and help you become a better version of yourself. And that's kind of the take of my take on what you're saying here yeah. to a degree. Am I right in, in that sort of a, interpretation in a very simplistic sense? In a very simplistic sense, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you for validating. Even you, you, and good people skills because you you didn't you didn't say no and and um and made me look funny. So that's good. Good stuff. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, it's never do that. If you haven't, you know, if if you you need to connect with Eric for sure. There's there's a lot of amazing things that he has to offer and and he speaks about. So we're just touching on the surface here in a. 30 minute show episode here, but, um, all right, well, good stuff. Well, so, Hey, so we want to go into a next question. And so we wanted you to type in community hashtag B do so B E D O. And, uh, we're going to ask Eric, what's the inspiration and intention behind <laughs> B do scale, which you spoke, which we've spoken about in your bio. Sure. So B do scale is the name of my company. Um, and really, it comes down to that construct of, um, you know, the, the, the old saying about be, do, have. Um, who you are, inter interestingly, when that was originally created, it was actually about goal setting. It was about um, being the person you needed to be uh, so that you could do the things you needed to do and have the resources available. But it's become, it's morphed into um, who you are being, you know, plus what you're doing equals what you're having. <clears throat> so... And that's more that's closer to the truth in terms of what quantum physics would would tell you. Um, but what I have found is, as I was saying earlier, that your work is you. That when you are expanding your beingness, when you are being more of yourself and more of yourself and more of yourself, the do in terms of effort decreases. And the amount of scale, in, you know, like the, the, the rate at which you scale increases. So you still do stuff, but now you do, instead of doing stuff that is effort, you do stuff that is energy, you know, effort, draw, you know, effort taking, you, you are doing stuff that's energy increasing. So like the, the, being, your being, the more you are being, the less you have to do physically to make up for your lack of beingness. So if you're very small, we'll use the term minded, you're small-minded, but you have a big desired outcome, then you have to do a lot of stuff to make up for the fact that you feel like this. But when you are being a larger version of yourself, version 4.0, 5.0, it's whatever number, then all of a sudden, energetically, you're putting out a massively different signal than the version, you know, 0 0.1 of you. And, you know, now all of a sudden, your energy is... is creating a lot of the outcomes that your effort used to be required for. So your scaling increases 
you know, as a result of that. So that's the whole thing is that the more you be, the less you do, the more you scale. I love it. Love it. Yeah. It, it, and a lot of it kind of overlaps with quantum physics, I'm assuming. And, 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 you know, I know, and, and this is more of the older school version of, of, of quantum physics, physics and, uh, and sort of the, the concept of an NLP and all that, but, Thinking Grow Rich talks about you're operating on a certain frequency, right? And that frequency that you're broadcasting you know, attracts the right people to you. And and that obviously facilitates what you're doing and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. So, Cameron, you're muting. Thank you for that. Yeah, just speak to it, the the flow state, right? You know, we talk about, you know, your ex- where the experience meets uh, a, a greater understanding of, of the work and you get cued into people because you're sitting there being empathetic, right? You got your, you got your mouth shut and you got your ears open and you're paying attention to the world around you. You know, you let your brain actually work as opposed to, you know, we're, we're letting all these different, uh, pieces of information tackle us all the time. You got the TV going, you got the radio going, you got, you know, three different conversations behind you. There's just a, a, a world <laughs> to be said for uh, having some peace and quiet and focus, right? And being able to, to knuckle down on the work and the relationships that are in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to, I need to, you, you mentioned in the flow state and I just, I don't know if you saw it, I just sent you something, Cameron, but great book called Flow, Living mm-hmm. at the Peak of Your Abilities. <clears throat> Phenomenal book. And uh, I can't even attempt to try to tell you what the author's name and how you pronounce it. I know it starts. Mihai Chikson Mihai. Thank you. <clears throat> Say that 10 times fast, Eric, okay? No. <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Look at that. And one of one of his psychics probably told him, whispered in his ear that that name. I'm sure that was what happened. Sure. That's, that, that's how I learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's awesome. That's great stuff. But um. Yeah, that, that uh, listen, amazing, amazing stuff. Be do scale. Um, so we want to talk a little bit now about, and we want you to community type in the hashtag, hashtag allow, A-L-L-O-W. And businesses grow when you try. This is what you've told us, right? When They grow when you try, but they explode mm-hmm. when you allow. Yes. Tell us more if you could, please. Sure. So... <clears throat> Trying comes from the energy of, 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 of a level of beingness that says, I am not this thing yet. I do not have this thing yet. So if we look at the universe as a, or source, if we look at source as sort of a, um, uh, you and source are, are, are sending signals back and forth. And source, it just kind of rebounds back to you there it what, is. what you're sending out. So if you send out, um, you know, I'm I'm working hard to have this. The, the universe doesn't say, oh, okay, I'm going to give it to you. The universe doesn't take what you send it and change it. The universe takes the energy you send and sends it right back to you. So you say, I'm working really hard for this. The universe goes, you're working really hard for this. Oh, this is so tough. This is so tough. You know, so I'm trying. You're trying. <laughs> you know, it's just, why isn't this getting any easier? Why isn't this getting any ease? Like, God damn. Um, you know, finally, when you allow and you say, okay, look, and this is, um, I mean, this is from Neville Goddard, 
Um, but the other thing is that if you look at this from, this is also something that, that method actors, all the people who win, you know, the, the people who are really good actors and win Academy Awards, why? They, they say, you know, these people are weird. They become their character. They live as this person. They become this person. And so they say, you know, even if you talk to them after a take, they still talk to you in that accent. They still walk the way that character walks. They go, you know, why? You know, because he's in character. He's being the person. So when you be that person, that version of yourself, when you say, look, I'm going to give myself leave. I'm going to, I'm going to accept that I can be a millionaire before I have a dollar in the bank. That's not, that's not about saying I have a million dollars in the bank. It's about saying I am a millionaire. When you send out that signal, you say, I'm a millionaire. And the universe goes, I'm a millionaire. I'm a, you know, I think like a millionaire. I think like a millionaire. I find millionaire opportunities. I find millionaire opportunities. And all of a sudden, it's sending back to you and it's manifesting in your business, in your life, what you're sending out. So that's why try, you'll keep trying. Allow, you'll allow in. Yeah, I thought this was such a big deal. We've talked about this before. We're big fans of the Go-Giver. I know, Eric, when we talked on both BizDev Live and our face-to-face, the Go-Giver came up, this idea. Uh, I think it's just such a big deal because, you know, we're always told to give and you should give and you should give and you should give. But this sort of opened up to me just the understanding that because I, I sort of uh, have the idea that you know, I, I want to give just because it's the right thing to do. I want to give back. I feel very thankful. But this idea, you know, when you talk about laws of stratospheric success and outrageous growth, this is one of those things that really starts to change the game. Because if you're going to give, you have to stay open to receiving. And so many people, from compliments to people actually offering to do things, you're like, no, 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 no. I, you know, you feel bad, you know, and you're sitting there playing the the game of of counting, right? You're saying, no, if you if you give to me, I'll owe you, right? That sort of thing. And it's it's a losing proposition, right? And so you have to be open to receiving and allowing things to come to you. And I think that's such a big, big deal. If if you take anything away from today's show, the allow, the open to receiving, that is that's a huge, huge gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to, you know, kind of take the other side of that, because, Eric, you spoke about something on what you speak. And it reminded me of, you know, I've been at times where you're on, you know, a mountain or a hill or an area where there's a lot of echo and you you say something and it comes back to you and you hear what you just said. And, you know, for years and years, you know, in this self-development journey that, you know, we've all a lot of us have been on. You've been on me and Cameron as well. You know, there's always been that self-talk, right? What you speak, you get. And I think it was always sort of mystical a little bit, but you just something you said with that and that it's what you speak, it echoes back to you and somehow the universe gives it to you. That sort of resonated to me in a different way that that concept never before, never before that didn't really, it just felt mystical, but you kind of simplified it by, by just saying it that way. It just echoes back to you. I love that. So yeah. thank you for that. Sure. You're very welcome. That's yeah. my job. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're going to keep keep moving on here. So we, we're ready. You know, listen, you're giving us some good stuff. So we want more. So we're going to type in hashtag community. Type in right now, hashtag more. 
And a nugget was thrown out or a bomb, I should say, not a nugget, a bomb was thrown out where, you know, you speak of increasing your sales pipeline by 66 times in just six weeks. We got to hear more about this one. So tell us some more on that one, please. Because there's a lot of people in our community that are in sales or sales related or the business owners or entrepreneurs, and it's very relevant to our community. So please, okay. if you could, sir. Sure, sure. And just to clarify, it was eight weeks, not, not six. I'm not that good. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. But um, yeah, uh, well, the first thing is, it, I, I'm not gonna take credit for that because that was my client. Um, everything that my clients accomplish is theirs. My, my accomplishment is empowering them or helping them to allow these things. That's my accomplishment there, you know, but I bring that up as a, as a, as a measurable metric, I guess you could say. But yeah, it, it all came back. And that's, that's one of the, you know, one of my miracle clients, the clients that I, you know, that I focus on in terms of, you know, what's potential, what's possible for people. Um, so Mike, he was the, the owner of the company. Um, been in you know business for several years with solar uh, solar company um and wanted to go from the residential world into the business world and he didn't you know but didn't know how to do it and ultimately it was like you know we started talking about you know okay well you know business people have a different perspective and yada 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 but what happened was very quickly he the, the change in approach allowed him to bring out aspects of himself that he couldn't bring out in the residential world. You know, I mean, he was charming and, and whatever, but he became more animated. He became more um, talkative. He became more open. He expanded as a person. He went from version 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 to 4.0 very quickly. And then when I gave him a, a, a technique, which was basically to, to connect with um, a high leverage person in an industry, this one being uh, self storage, um, like he, you know, I gave him the idea, you know, I said, okay, blah, blah, blah. And it's just what came to me because again, it's, it was part me and part higher self and, and all this stuff. But um, he went out and then got back to me. I was like three hours later, reached out, guy responded. We talked, he loves me. I'm their vendor. Speaking on a stage next week, you know, they're going to send however many emails I want to their entire database and boom, 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 eight weeks later, 150,000 pipeline, which was, you know, some residential work explodes into a potential pipeline <laughs> of 10 million. Um, you know, and it was, it was all, you know, I'm not going to say, look, it was energy, you know, it was all that he changed into somebody who could allow that potential into into the business, which he wasn't able to, he was a version of himself before we started working together that was only able to see and allow in what he had been experiencing working with residential. You are muted. Yeah. You know, me, me, camera, we have to, we have to, it's, it's on a show until we, one of us mutes. And at least once per show, right? Yeah. There you go. Great show. And it's when both of us actually mute at least one time in the show. Yeah. Anyway, um, good stuff. Well, that's awesome. So be before we get into the last question, I, sure. I love and I'm just taking a chance here. I'm just going to do this. And Cameron doesn't even know I'm going to do this. But we'd like if you're OK with this, Eric, we'd love for you to kind of 
go into your, you know, go, go, go do your thing and tell us what comes to mind. And I, I have no idea what you're going to say. Um, is, is it all possible that you could do that where you can kind of give us a little, a little uh, feel for that? I, well, again, uh, it's all your higher self and your higher self shows up when, yeah, that's, that's the thing is I'm, I'm not the tarot card or, you know, read your future. Yeah. It is it, when you have an issue or a challenge and you bring that out as you um, speak it, that energy calls forth your higher self. And that's all of a sudden when I can pick up on it. I mean, I can right, kind of, we want, we want, we want a whole bunch of, of more, we need our challenges more community to kind of tune into our show. There's yeah. our challenge. Okay. Uh, why? Okay. Uh, because we want to touch more lives. We want to be the light. That's our mission to this. It's the more people that see our show, the more we can impact on people. Who, whom, who, who uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Who in your life implanted this as a, as a, an energy, as a, uh, a thing for you to pursue? I, I would, I would say if, if there was one person that did it, it's, it, well, it's two people. So to, to a degree, my mom, right. Her, her, her maiden name is light Diane light Spiro. And I remember, you know, that impacted me early on in my life because their voice message on our answering machine would be wishing you peace and light for the day. Uh, but also uh, I had a mentor in my life. I have continued to have a mentor in my life and he's challenged me and he's been that light for me and I want, want to pay it forward. Yeah, I have a mentor in my life as well that just has been somebody that's been very giving of themselves and somebody that I've wanted to not only follow in their footsteps to help folks like myself, especially young people, but also move past that, right? Get to a place where I'm able to more successfully reach more people and solve problems permanently versus piecemeal. Write a letter that you could hand to anybody that would communicate your desire to help them so that they feel the value of, of joining the, the network that listens to this. So imagine you just meet somebody on the street, you hand it to them. What is something that you can put... <clears throat> And it has to contain your energy. So write it, rewrite it until you can put your truth on that paper. Why this is meaningful for you and why you would be honored when you can put that on paper. I know that you can hand it to anybody. When you know that, even if you never hand it to anybody, knowing that and holding that energy will attract because you have imprinted it on the universe physically. I love that. I love that. That's great advice. So me, me and Steve have some homework and I love it. Sure. Yeah, it's along the lines of a mission, a mission statement, right? A true mission statement, but a but a letter, a love letter to 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 the folks out there that that need like. But key yeah. thing is it's got to be it's not got to it, it can't be um you know uh, it's not a sales pitch. It's a letter to somebody talking about what, what our 
motivations. Almost like you'd be almost like you'd be afraid to give it to people because it's so genuine. But that's that's the power. When that's you why I called it a love letter. Be afraid, but still give it to them. Yeah, that's the power. Yeah, a love letter is what you're vulnerable, right? You're you're you know you you might have might have cried over the piece of paper that you're writing yeah. to somebody. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I like it. Thank sure. you. So yeah. you got to see uh, community, those who are blessed enough to tune in, you got to witness it right there. That's it. Good stuff. Well, thank you for doing that and being vulnerable on that. I'm not, I'm not sure if that was what you were expecting, but we, we threw it at you anyway. So, all right. So last thing we want to talk about as we wind down here, you know, we're all about, as I said earlier in the show, we're all about growth, growth mindset, personal growth. And you say that our business only can only grow to the extent that you do. Yes. Why is that? Well, that's, I mean, it's the most basic level, that's physics. Um, you can't pour, um, you know, two gallons of water into a one gallon glass. You have to be uh, the, you have to have the capacity to hold that which you desire to hold. Um, but, you know, if you want to go more fanciful, uh, it goes back all the way to like, you know, King Arthur's uh, construct, you know, the land in the King R1. Um, <clears throat> when he was in ill health, the land was in ill health. When he was fit and strong, the land was fit and strong. It's the same thing for your business. Your business is not, people like to think that, you know, a business is a machine. It's a money-making machine. Well, there are businesses like that. And you will find that those businesses are incredibly big pains in the ass. They're constantly have, you know, you, you, like any machine, you're, you're constantly tweaking it and whatever. But when you have a mission, when you have a business that's purpose-driven, that's mission-driven, it's driven from your energy, it is a manifestation. It's your, it's literally your vehicle that you chose for your self-development on this earth. A gymnast chooses the gymnastics floor, a violinist chooses the concert hall. You know, a filmmaker chooses the camera. You have chosen whatever business you are doing. And when you put, you know, if you, you say, okay, I, I want to have, like, I want to be like, you know, an Olympic champion level of a person in my business. Well, you know, the person who shows up late, leaves early and, you know, is drinking beers the night before practice isn't the person making it to the Olympics. You know, well, somebody else will figure it out for me. Yeah, that somebody else will have the glory. But if you want to have that life, then you have to be that version. And so whatever version you are being of you, that's going to be the energy behind your business. And that's the version of your business that will show up. That's great. You know, for years, I've heard the expression, you know, grow the grow the person that and that person will grow the business. Yeah. And, you know, it sort of became a cliche in my mind, but you articulated really well. You also wonder, I know I've had people that have argued with me about you know why reading is not that important but if you look at the most successful people uh many many of them have a huge library and they they're they're avid readers i mean bill gates doesn't probably need to read anymore but he continues to read i don't know if you saw the documentary but he he brings um and it looks really old school for for a billionaire it's really kind of interesting how he has this you know, mm -hmm. shopping bag recyclable shopping bag of tons of books that he travels on the plane with but it's just it just shows he's growing himself. He's growing his capacity so he can continue to impact and, and do things in, in a big way. So I, I love that. And the fact that what the metaphor that you gave, you know, if you want to have a certain amount of water, you have to grow. You have to have a large enough. I think that's how you said it. Uh, yeah. Large enough cylinder yeah. uh, for that capacity. That's great. 
Love that. Well, good stuff. Well, this is great. We're right at the top of the half hour here. So we we would definitely want to uh, have you just uh, close if, with any final closing thoughts and uh, also how the best, how and what, what are the best ways in which our community can reach out to you, if you wouldn't mind. And I believe there's also, you're offering, a, I think there's a free offer for you if you're, if you're uh, um, a giveaway that you're offering too, if I'm not mistaken, Eric, right? Yeah, well, um, at this point, yeah, the, the best thing to do is, you know, to, to get access to me, um, A, is to connect uh, with me on LinkedIn, um, but also I'm going to be, uh, I'm I'm bringing out the, the sort of the culmination of all my work, which is called Expansioneering. I'm, I'm launching it as, as we speak. Um, so folks who want to get access to that and, and learn more about that, they can go on over to my website and sign up um, and, and, uh, and, and get access to that as well. So just sign up for the mailing list and you'll get emails about that. Um, but also, you know, if you want to connect with me, connect with me on LinkedIn. That's where I do most of my, my communicating with people. Uh, final thought. Well, I've always thought that my, my job on this world is, is I'm a conduit. And I think ultimately sort of, we're all sort of conduits for each other's experience. So really it's in being the best version of yourself, it is about how can I allow myself to be the best version of myself that allows other people to be the best version of themselves. And I think when you can master that, and allow that the experiences that will flow into your life and the life that you will experience can be magical. That's amazing. That's great. And, and now we know why we really wanted you on the show. That, that was the money, the money uh, shot, if you will. Right. In terms of, uh, yeah, that was it. yeah, exactly. And, you know, we, we do a mic drop moment every, every week. Um, that could be it right there at the end there. Cause that really is the essence of what we're about. Right. That's right. <clears throat> So we appreciate you. So we're going to close out the show like we always do. A phenomenal job, Eric. It's great having you on. Um, you you definitely brought the juice and the and the you brought the the power. That's for sure. So thank you for doing what you do. But uh, we have a tradition on the show. Uh, we're going to end with uh, crush it. We're going to count down five, four, three, two, one to crush it. So you'll join us community you can join us as well cameron who's uh who's up next uh next week yeah, yeah. i just want to thank our sponsors as always yes. we want to make shout out to uh sales connector and blaze your own trail consulting please go to masterconnector.show and check out our sponsors and next week same bad time same bad channel you can check out our friend joseph gonzalez with the power of resiliency I know Susan Farago is saying she wants to learn more about the power of resiliency. So we got that. So get in there and register for next week's show. We so, so appreciate you. We love our audience. Yolanda is dropping those mics as we speak here. Uh, we appreciate you all. Thank you for being a part of this show. And like Steve said, this is the time that we count down to crush it. So remember to be the light and let's get it. All right. Ready. Let's go. Ready? Five, Five four, four. Three, two, two one. one. Crush it. And have an amazing week, everyone. We will see you next week. Eric, thank you so much for being awesome. Thanks for being empathetic and empowering. Uh, I love this uh, letter. So we're going to have to create that and share that with our audience live on air. So stay oh, yeah. tuned. Uh, maybe next week, maybe the week after. We're, we got to work on it. That's, that, yeah. that's something that um, I think is really important. We appreciate that. Eric, thank you. Sure. Have an amazing week, everybody. We will see you.
next week. Steve Spiro, you're a mentor, you're a consultant, you're a business owner, but most importantly, you're a host of your own show and you're also a master connector. Steve Spiro is one of my idols and I love listening to everything that he does. He's such a dynamic individual. I love sharing. I was a shy Jabari kid, picked on, bullied, learning disabled, dyslexic, really in a dark place. I was really in a box, Michelle, and I've been able to break out of that box. And, and so I love being able to inspire people and really help them. So the Master Connector was born. The world is my networking event. Right? I meet people all the time. My goal is to meet three strangers every single day. Steve is open to meeting you. You should set up a face-to-face with Steve. One little conversation can really change your life.